fiery horse with a speed of light, a clot of dust, and a hearty Hyo Silver, the Lone Ranger. his faithful Indian companion, Tonto, the daring and resourceful masked rider of the plains led the fight for law and order in the early western United States. Nowhere in the pages of history can one find a greater champion of justice. Return with us now to those thrilling days of yesteryear. From out of the past come the thundering hoofbeats of the great horse, Silver. The Lone Ranger rides again. Come on, Silver. Let's go, big fellow. Silver. The Lone Ranger and Tonto had ridden hard for several days with a minimum of rest. Finally, they came to the top of a hill overlooking the valley town of Stony Creek. But the masked man and his Indian companion didn't pause. They guided their tired horses to a rambling house at the edge of town and reined up in a well-kept yard. At last, Tonto. Ah, it's plenty long ride. I hope we find Flint Rock away at home. You got letter? Yes, right here in my pocket. This home is a far cry from the life Flint used to live. Mm, that right. Yeah, someone's coming to the door. Oh, mercy. Uh, good afternoon. Masked. Go away. Go away from here. I've traveled a long way to deliver a letter to Flint Rockaway. No. No, he's got no time for masks. Uh, this letter has the name of a congressman on the envelope. Oh, uh, a congressman? Oh, mercy. You don't mean Congressman Hargrave. Yes, ma'am. Did you stick up a stagecoach? Or how did you get the letter? Oh, I'm not an outlaw. I found the letter. It was one of a few that hadn't been burned after an Indian attack on the stage. Uh, may I see Flint? I, I don't know. The letter may be quite important. Congressman Hargrave did a great deal for Flint Rockaway. Well, come in. How long have you known Flint Rockaway? I remember a long time ago when Flint was a two-gun bandit. He was sent to prison for life. Yes. 
After serving a number of years in territorial prison, he wanted a chance to go straight, to do some good in the world before he died. He did some good. He did a lot of good. He's been running a school for the children in Stony Creek, been teaching them how to grow up to be good citizens until, well, just recent. Uh, are you sure you're not one of his old pods from the outlaw days? Quite sure. Well, I expect Flint would want to see that letter. But I, I don't know as he should be disturbed. You see, Flint... Flint is dying. Who? Who is it, Maggie? Flint, you shouldn't be out of bed. Flint, I'm glad to see you. I, I thought I recognized that voice. Uh, I'd better sit down. Here, let me help you to this chair. He shouldn't be out of bed. The doctor left me here to see that he stayed in bed and that he had his meals brought to him. Uh, I'm all right. Darn old woman. I don't know why she don't go away and let me alone. Who is this masked man? One of the best friends I ever had. He's the one got the congressman to listen to my plea for a new chance. Flint, I was telling Maggie I have a letter for you. I found it beside the stage trail. It's from Congressman Hargraves. Let me see it. <coughs> Don't look like his handwriting on the envelope. That's his stationery. You read it, mister. Very well. It says, John Hargraves needs you more than he's ever needed anyone. If you want to repay him for what he did to help you, come to his home at once and bring your guns. My guns. <coughs> the letter isn't signed. Signed or not, it, it's a summons. I'm needed. My guns are needed. And... Look at me. Flint, <coughs> I... <coughs> Helpless. I'd trade my soul for the strength to help Hargraves. Now listen to me, Flint. Let me go in your place. You? Yes. I'll take this letter. I'll see what it means. I'll do just what you would do under the same conditions to help the congressman. Flint? Flint, did you hear me? Flint, what's the matter? Toto. Heartbeat. Plenty weak. He's opening his eyes. Uh, I heard you. You... You will go in my place? Yes, Flint. Thanks. Thanks, Lone Ranger. Though Congressman Hargrave spent most of his time in the nation's capital at Washington... His home, a beautiful building surrounded by shaded grounds, was on the outskirts of St. Louis. Mrs. Hargraves and her 20-year-old son were on the side lawn. David's youthful face was sallow and lined with worry. I've thought it out from every angle, Mother. I've got to leave here before Father returns from Washington. There's no other way. No, no, David, you can't run away. But I know Harvey Greer. He has my back against the wall. He'll ruin Dad. But if I'm not here, he won't I... have a... David, I've written a letter to a man your father befriended years ago. I wonder who wrote the letter. Mom, he's masked. I didn't mean to startle you. Who are you? What's the idea of sneaking up behind us that way? I didn't sneak. I left my horse and my friend in the rear of your home. Well, you've got no David, right... David, wait. You did come and you brought your guns, but you... Please, please don't question the mask, Mrs. Hargrave. Oh, no, it's not that. I... I guess I expected to see an older man... Why, you're younger than I thought you'd be. Mother, who is this man? He's here to help us, David. 
I'm going to tell him about your predicament and the shameful thing Harvey Greer has done. Who is Harvey Greer? He owns the Crystal Palace, a gambling place in St. Louis. He wants an official position in Washington. Oh, he does? Yes, and he knows my husband can recommend him for a position. Mother, please don't... What, t- uh, what did Greer do? It's none of your... David, bit- this man has traveled a long way just to help us. I'm going to tell him everything. Please do. Greer sent word he wanted to see my son on important business. He asked David to call at the gambling palace in the afternoon when there were no patrons around. Dave, did you go? Yes, I did. And one of Greer's men started a fight with me. It became a free-for-all. Greer's employees were fighting each other? I, I guess they were. Suddenly there was a gunshot. The fighting stopped. Then I saw that Lefty Martin was on the floor. Lefty Martin? Who's he? He's the one who started the fight. Did Greer frame you for the murder? I... How did you know? Tell me the rest, Dave. You saw Lefty on the floor. Now, what happened after that? Well, everyone stood around. Everyone seemed to be talking at once. Then I heard someone shout my name. It was Dave Hargrave. Hargrave started the fight with Lefty. Everyone looked at me. I, I was so amazed by that accusation, I couldn't speak. Then Greer came in and hurried towards us. What's going on? What was that shot? That lefty shot. Look at Lefty Martin. Hargraves did it. Al, don't stand around like a lot of dummies. Hank, you and Joe take Lefty to the private room. See what you can do for him. Uh, the rest of you forget about this. Get back to your jobs. I didn't shoot him, Mr. Greer. I didn't even have a gun. It's an unfortunate affair. When I came to the door, Lefty accused me of saying he was a crooked dealer. He slapped my face. I struck back. Hey, Mr. Greer. Hey, boss. Just a minute. Speak up, Hank. What is it? It's about Lefty Martin. He's dead. My... Dead. Yeah. What do we do about it, Mr. Greer? Keep it quiet for the time being, Hank. Yeah. Wait till you hear from me. Mr. Hargraves and I are about to discuss the situation. I had nothing to do with Step it. Step into the office, Hargraves. God. Now, see here, Greer, Please I... Please sit down. Uh, why did you ask me to come here? You've been telling people my roulette wheels are fixed... That my dealers are crooked. That's the truth. I intended to advise you to be prepared to prove those charges or keep your mouth shut. However, the shooting of Lefty Martin makes your gossip a triviality. I didn't shoot Lefty Martin. Whether or not you actually shot him isn't the question. My men stick together, Hargraves. Every one of them will place the blame on you. Why, they... They can't do that. Oh, yes, they can. As a matter of fact, their evidence will hang you. Right. I can't believe it. An innocent man can't be convicted. You I haven't... do believe it, Hargraves. You know you do. Someone has to take the blame. Well, it didn't take Greer long to show me how I could be framed and convicted of murder. I suppose I should have suspected something, but I was confused. And Greer was a convincing talker. He seemed friendly, sympathetic, in fact. He reminded me of Dad's position in Congress... Of the disgrace I'd bring on him. I've always admired your father. I'd like to help you. Then turn the real killer over to the law. I would. But you see, my men stick together. No, there's only one way out. What's that? We'll have to give the man who really shot Lefty enough money to go to Mexico. The boys know he's safely over the border. They'll tell the truth. How much money? It'll take about $5,000. 5000 I haven't that much. I haven't anywhere near that much. You will have someday. When father dies, but I... Dave, I'll tell you what I'll do. 
For your father's sake, I'll loan you the money and take your IOU. Well? What do you say? I was a blind, stupid fool. I should have known better, but at the time I couldn't think straight. Dave, did you give Greer an IOU? Yes. Then I learned how I'd been tricked. Lefty Martin wasn't dead at all. He wasn't even hurt. The whole thing was a plot to get me to sign the IOU. Why? He'll claim I gambled for heavy stakes and lost. The IOU will prove it. And when Father gets home from Washington in a few days, Greer will show him the IOU. If Father doesn't give Greer a political appointment, he'll disgrace the whole family. Thanks for confiding in me, Dave. Now you know why I sent for you, Mr. Rockaway. You can handle a gun. If you'd go to Harvey Greer and hold a gun on him... Mrs. Hargraves, I'm not Flint Rockaway. (gasps) Flint Rockaway died a few days ago. I came in his place. And now, I'm going to call on Harvey Greer. That night, the Lone Ranger and Tonto reined up in the rear of the Crystal Palace. Tonto remained with the horses in the darkness. The masked man walked directly to a door that opened into the office of Harvey Greer. What the... Mask. Hello, Greer. Put down that gun, you fool. Do you think that I... Came to get an IOU that you have no right to hold. Oh. <laughs> you know, I rather expected something of this sort. I want the IOU that young Hargrave signed. Indeed. Well, you're not going to get it. In the first place, I'll not give it to you. In the second place, you couldn't possibly find it. It's in a well-concealed hiding place. I thought it might be. And in the third place, do you think I'd sit here at my desk with the door of the private office unlocked unless I were well protected? <laughs> You fool. This very moment, you're covered by three guns. Look closely. You'll see the niches in the wall. My men are behind him to guard me. Boys, is he covered? You bet. I got the drop on him. Oh, I see. I have only the signal, and you'll be a dead man. I underestimated you. A dangerous error. Now watch closely. You might be able to see the bullets coming. You might even dodge one of them. But you can't dodge three. The curtain falls on the first act of our Lone Ranger story. Before the next exciting scenes, please permit us to pause for just a few moments. To continue our story, Harvey Greer knew that three guns were held on the Lone Ranger. He grinned confidently. 
He didn't know that Tonto was just outside the office, taking careful aim at the large oil lamp that hung from the ceiling. Greer said, A condemned man is generally given a chance to say a last word. Have you anything to say before we shoot you and unmask you? Hey, get him! Shoot him! I can't see him! I'll return, Greer. There he is! In the window! Shoot your fool! Shoot him! There he is! The door! Get after him, do you hear? Come on, we'll get him. There he goes. Otto, we're up against a smart man. Ah, Greer fella, plenty smart. Before we can do anything... We've got to learn where Greer has hidden Dave Hargrave's IOU. Ah. Not only that, we've got to find a way to get it out of the gambling palace. Greer has guards all over the place. They're stationed at holes in the walls. Me, no. You must tell me I've got to get inside that place. I've got to be there long enough to learn Greer's secrets. But how you do that? I'm... I'm going to work for Harvey Greer. You work there? Him shoot you on sight. I'll have to disguise myself. Him plenty smart. Him see through disguise. I've got to work out a disguise that will stand any test Greer makes. Tomorrow, I'm going to apply to Greer for work. next day, the Lone Ranger was disguised as an aged Spaniard when he went to the Crystal Palace and applied for a job. That evening, Hank stood near the bar and eyed the new employee, who shuffled listlessly from table to table, collecting empty glasses. Presently, Harvey Greer approached. What's the matter, Hank? Something wrong? Who's that, Mr. Greer? Oh, I hired him today. His name is Ricardo. <laughs> He needed a job so bad he was willing to work for practically nothing. <laughs> Ricardo, huh? Oh, what about him? He don't seem near as feeble as he makes out, nor as old. Why do you say that? If you watch him real close, you can see some sizable muscles under that old jacket. Ah, he hasn't spunk enough to swat a fly. I'll make pretty sure of a man before I hire him. I, <laughs> I don't want too much of a man around here. <laughs> uh, here he comes with a tray of empty glasses. I'll test him. Hey, you, Ricardo. Si, senor. You call Ricardo? I want my employees neat. Do you understand? See. Si. Despite what I told you, your face is dirty. But si. Don't argue with me. Oh, no, no, senor. Ricardo does not argue. Give me that glass of beer, Hank. Here you are, boys. Maybe this will teach you to keep your face clean. <laughs> right in the face. Now, look out. You drop that tray. Oh, madre mia. Now, look what you've done. You've dropped a tray full of glasses. Oh. I'm so sorry, senor. You you threw Are the... you trying to put the blame on me? Oh, no, no. Don't argue with me, huh? Oh. I'll show you. Here's another. There. I'll let that be a lesson to you. Now pick up those broken glasses. The cost of them will come out of your pay. Si, si, senor. Uh, no more spunk than a tin oyster. I guess I was wrong, eh, Mr. Greer? Come on, Hank. We'll check up on the games. Though Hank's suspicions were lulled by the new employee's cowering manner, those suspicions had been well-founded. The muscles beneath the worn jacket were muscles of steel. They were the muscles of the Lone Ranger. As he bent picking up the broken glass with all the appearance of abject humility, 
The Lone Ranger seethed inwardly with righteous anger. He had to keep telling himself. Mustn't let them know. Got to see it through. Got to see it through. In the days and nights that followed, one indignity after another was heaped on the man called Ricardo. Hey, Ricardo, you've been working hard. How about a nice, cool drink? Oh, no, no. Senor Greer doesn't like it for me to drink while I'm working. Oh, I didn't mean for you to drink it. I meant for you to have it down the neck like this. I've got to see it through. I've got to stay here and get the facts. Ever watchful, the Lone Ranger suffered untold bullying without resistance. In the meantime, David and his mother waited as the days slipped by without further word from the masked man they had seen but once. A week went by, and then one afternoon the mail brought a letter from the congressman. Mrs. Hargraves was on the veranda when she read it to David. So, so father will arrive tomorrow. Yes, David. Greer will get to him before he's in town five minutes. Dear, Father I... will resign from Congress before he'll do what Greer wants. Yes, I know he will. And he'll resign if I'm exposed as a gambler. You know how straight-laced he is. Dave, perhaps that masked man... Oh, will... that masked man. Now, don't say that. He might do something. I heard about him, Mother. He called on Greer a week ago. Greer laughed at him. Oh. He was lucky to escape with his life. <laughs> He's probably ashamed to come back and tell how he failed. We've heard the last of him. I was so sure he would help us. I had so much confidence in him. There's only one thing to do. What's that? I've got to have a showdown with Greer. No, no, David, I can't let you go. Mom, I've got to go, and that's all. David, I... look. Huh? Here comes the Indian, remember him? Indian? The one who came here with the masked man, remember? They rode away together. The masked man called him Tonto. That's right. Maybe the masked man hasn't given up. Oh, oh scout, oh, fella. Tonto! Easy, uh, uh, scout, um, maybe big thing happened tonight. What do you mean? Well, me come here to get things hidden hollow tree near porch. The hollow tree? A masked man meet Tonto here last week. Leave clothes and hollow tree. Here. Here, hat. The white hat. That's the one he wore. And that's the shirt the masked man wore. Isn't that right? Here, mask and gun belt, too. Where is the masked man? Well, him spend all week in town. Him learn plenty in gambling place. You meet him here tonight when moon rise. Then he didn't run away. Now, now he go. We thought he'd given up. Oh, wrong. Lone Ranger never right. give up. The Lone Ranger? Great day. Is he the Lone Ranger? Get him up, stop. Early evening found a good crowd in Greer's gambling palace. Standing with his back against the bar... Greer sneered contemptuously as the man he called Ricardo said, Senor, I have been here for one week working for you. What about it? Oh, I, I am not happy. I do not like this work, Senor. I do not wish to make you angry. But tonight I leave. I go other place. Well, go on and leave. Who's stopping you? I... I have some pay, some money that is due to me. Yeah, after taking out the cost of the glasses you've broken, you've got about a dollar coming. Here it is. Pick it up. Thank you, senor. Gracias. Oh, I stepped on your fingers. Oh, I'm so sorry. <laughs> now, senor, I, 
Said you hasta la vista. Goodbye, Ricardo. Anytime you want a job at hard work and low pay, come on back. <laughs> a humble figure shuffled across the floor while Greer and his men laughed. The doors of the palace opened, then closed behind the man called Ricardo. The first few steps on the boardwalk that ran through the town were shuffling steps. Then they became more firm. The strides were longer, more purposeful. The man's back straightened, his head lifted. Humility fell from him like a cloak. It was no longer an aged Spaniard who walked through the darkness. It was a strong man with a mission. A man who halted when he reached an Indian who held two horses. Did you bring everything, Toto? Uh, me got him. Here, straight. Good. <clears throat> I've learned where Greer has an IOU concealed. Oh, that plenty good. Uh, now we get it, huh? Greer has ten armed men in that palace. Uh, you think we beat them all? We'll need help. Where we get help? We'll have it. I learned about Greer's crooked roulette tables. Oh, the hat. Uh, here, hat. Good mask. Uh, me put mask in place. Here, you take gun belt. Right. It's good to get my chin up. This has been the hardest week I've ever known. Uh, now we ready, huh? Yes, we're ready. Easy, big fella. One silver him up. Mr. Greer, we're getting a lot of complaints on the roulette game. Lefty's landed on a little heavy tonight. So the losers are suspicious, hmm? Yeah. Tell Lefty to take it easy for a while. Hey, what the... The masked man, he's back. I'm not here to rob anyone. You've already been robbed. Get him. Yeah, I'll get him. Oh, watch it. These games are crooked. Turn that roulette table over and you'll see. Turn it over. Stop that. Boys, come in here. That game's crooked. Look. Look out of this table. The Crystal Palace rocked with a proof that Greer's games were crooked. Angry men exploded into violent action. Tear the whole place apart. This way, Toto. All guards busy now. In here. Greer keeps the IOU in this drawer. I'll smash the lock. There. Uh, uh, let me see. Yes. Uh, that's not it. Oh, here we are. This is what we're after. I saw you come in here. You started the riot. You bet I did, Greer. And I brought something for you. Something from Ricardo. Oh, and here's another. Ah! The last time I said hasta la vista. This time it's adios. There's the IOU, Dave. You better burn it. But how can I thank you? Uh, please come into the house. Uh, Tala's waiting for me, Dave. My friend, if there is anything the congressman or I can do for you, we're so deeply in The debt was on the other side, Mrs. Hargraves. Flint Rockaway felt that he was indebted to the congressman. Now, wherever he is, I think he'll be glad to know that his debt is paid. But wait. There must be something we can do to show our appreciation. Tell the congressman to keep men like Greer away from Washington. Easy, big fella. You can be sure he'll do that. Come on, oh. oh, gosh, Mom. Wait till Dad hears how Flint Rockaway's debt was paid by the Lone Ranger.
This is a feature of the Lone Ranger Incorporated, created and produced by George W. Trendle and directed by Charles D. Livingston. Tonight's story was written by Fran Stryker. The part of the Lone Ranger is played by Brace Beamer. <laughs>